My name is Marit. I'm a second-year media student, and uh, I come from County Limerick and live on the border of um, Tipperary, Cork, and Limerick. Um, I'm a 20-year-old, <laughs> and I think I'm pretty relaxed about life when it comes to questions such as abortion and things like that. I tend to be very, not highly strong, but very serious about what I think about it. I think uh, if you were to... If I was to put myself in the situation, that's the only way I can justify it. That um, say now it was an unwanted pregnancy and you were going to abort the child, then it was my fault that I got pregnant. First, it wasn't the child's fault. So why do you go blame the child? Why do you go kill the child? Is there not enough of suffering in today's world besides killing somebody else? And I just don't think it's right. I don't think it's fair. I think it has been very badly held. Uh, being on a Wednesday, March the 6th, um, that's awful for anybody that is away during the week because they have to go home to their hometown to vote. And we are the young people that this is going to affect. This is not going to affect women that are 60 and 70 and 80 years of age that are going to be able to go out from their front door and walk down the street and go in um, to the local school or wherever and vote. This is affecting the the students of today, this is affecting the young people from 18 to 30 or 18 to 40 that are going to have the young people. These are the people it's going to affect and I just think it's completely wrong that it's on a Wednesday. I think that's just ridiculous that it's on a Wednesday. Thus it's going to have a low turnout and thus the answer isn't going to be representative of what the actual feeling is. My name is Anne Collins and I'm 19 years of age and I'm from Ballydehab in West Cork. And I'm going to college in Limerick here in Mary Eye and I'm studying um, arts. Um, I'm from a, a farming background. My dad's a farmer. And I have two sisters and a brother. In the referendum, I'm definitely um, going to vote pro-choice. I do, I do like agree with the fact that a fetus is a person and that a fetus can feel pain. But then at the same time, you know, I think the mother should have the right to, um, to, to terminate the pregnancy if she wants to. To be absolutely honest about it, I don't think everybody is aware that there is going to be an abortion referendum because I don't actually know why, but it, it hasn't been as well... It's not in the media an awful lot... For, well, I, for students anyway in the college. Um, so therefore, I don't think they're thinking about it that much, as well as at the fact that it's going to be on during the midweek. It's going to be on a Wednesday and you can't vote only in only in the, in the town where you're registered. So... Um, so therefore a lot of students aren't going to be voting so they're not going to be thinking about it but a lot of people that I do know and that I have been talking to would agree with me in 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 their pro-choice but there are people I know that who who are definitely um pro-life and they definitely want to you know go with the catholic way of you know it's murder and and everything which which is fair enough too If you were talking about a hypothetical situation of a young girl that got pregnant, say her family's not supporting her, her boyfriend's not supporting her, her friends are not supporting her, and she's totally and utterly in her own mind alone in the world. There are people there that are just willing so much 
to give help. The family planning clinics and there's Cura, there's, there's loads of people they're willing to give help. I have friends at home and they're a married couple and they're married for 12 years and they've been trying for the last eight years to get an adopted child from Romania. And then I said, so why Romania? Like, why can't you go to Ireland for one? I said, because there's no children available in Ireland for adoption. And that option is there too. That woman doesn't have to go and kill this innocent baby, doesn't have to do that damage to herself. She can just say, right, listen, this is the option I have. I don't have to keep the baby. I can give the baby up if the baby is going to have a better life and she's going to have a better life. It's nine months. It's going to be very hard, obviously. It's going to be easy for nobody. Um, but if she has the medical help behind her and if those family aren't going to support her and if her friends aren't going to support her and if her boyfriend isn't support her, she's better off without them in the first place because if they're not going to be with her the hardest time of her life, then she's never going to have them. What does she want them for at all? And if she can find someone like Cura, somebody in Cura or somebody in one of those organisations that can give her the love that she needs for that nine months and to help her when she's giving up the child, um, then that's all she needs. It's yes if you want abortion to um, not be allowed in Ireland and it's no if you don't. And that is, it's it's really confusing and a lot of people definitely are confused and Honestly, I, I didn't think that there would be such a strong pro-choice campaign. I, I really thought that it would be pro-life because Ireland is so, um, it's so Christian and it's so Catholic. Um, but there, yeah, there, the, the amount of pro-choice is, is really astonishing. And the cases that they are putting forward really are, they do stand on their own and they, they really are worthy cases. Maybe the consensus in the older generations would be against it, but I certainly feel for a younger the, for my age group would definitely be for it because they would understand especially with um, re- more recent years teenage pregnancies is on such an increase and and people will have seen um, you know in recent years what teenage pregnant what teenage girls have to go t- teenage single mothers what they have to go through so um, I think that it's definitely changing the only thing is that I think personally if the abortion was to be brought into Ireland then sex edu- sexual education would have to be increased because for younger people especially, they might see abortion as a form of, of contraception and that would that would just be that would be a very bad case because I mean abortion is just it's so trying physically, emotionally and mental and mentally and it, it it would put the person through a lot and younger people mightn't actually realise this. And if 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 sexual education was increased and younger girls and younger men also um, did uh, realise that you know if they did use contraceptive that they wouldn't be in that situation then you know that would definitely definitely help with the abortion case and there wouldn't be as many teenage pregnancies Over the last week or even over the last weekend there's been fierce controversy that everybody doesn't know in every single newspaper you see headings like are you confu- confused? And you're rightly so. And comments like that this, is, this isn't a proper referendum, people don't know what's going on, and are you voting yes for abortion and no for, no abo- for not abortion, when in fact it's, it's somewhat the other way around. It wasn't the baby's fault, thus you can't kill that baby, you can't punish that baby for something it didn't do. Its father did it, and it's, it takes two to tango, you know, and... Its father did that to the mother. Its father was 
the evil person in this situation, you know, and I know it's wrong to say that you let it, well, it may, it may seem wrong, to let a 13-year-old go and have a baby. Uh, my boyfriend is after knocking in the window and I'm going to go let him in and see what he thinks of me now. <laughs> This is my boyfriend, Johnny Murphy, and um, I don't know what opinion Johnny holds on it because obviously opinion is very personal. But um, what do you think his opinion? Um, I think his opinion will be very much the same as mine, um, because we're very like. <laughs> so um, I think it'll probably be a a yes vote, but. Uh, I would say probably yes it would but to be honest I don't know much about it do you, do you think it doesn't affect you or, or why, why is it because you're, you're just not interested or is it, is it no it's not that I'm not interested but uh, I haven't heard much about it all I've been hearing is yes and no that's it I'll see the ads in television and posters on, uh, on, on the on the polls but that's all I know about it and I would, I would say that there's a lot of People out there the same as myself and not, don't know much about it either. The whole referendum is basically, if you can think about it, is about the suicide. You know, and the, the victims that are suicidal. And as I said to you, I know what it's like to know people that are suicidal. I know what it's like to sit in a pub with someone that is and have all these issues alone in their head. And I was thinking of that question. Um, during the weekend while we weren't talking and even while I was reading down through the papers and I was thinking you know that person alone with the suicide is going through an awful lot and I recognise that and I recognise the pain that that person feels and on a personal level I recognise it and also then if you think about if a woman, if a teenager or young girl or young woman, early 20s maybe, has got caught out, as we say, and got pregnant, the trauma of that alone is severe. You're not trying to worry, okay, who's going to pay for this? Who's going to help me raise my baby? Am I going to be a good mother? Is, is everything going to go all right for my child? Is my ch- child going to grow up and be good and stay out of trouble and do everything that a normal person is supposed to do. And I recognise that also on a person, personal basis, that the trauma that a person would be going through at that stage. And putting them together, it just seems severe. It just seems awful. And I can recognise with that. But even though I can recognise this pain, I still cannot justify killing a child. I just cannot understand that if you're going through that much, that much that is unbelievable, that it's not possible for someone on their own to go through. And then to go through a termination or an abortion and add to it. You know, you're just making things a hundred times worse. Everybody has somebody. Everybody does have somebody. Um, No matter who you are, everybody 
has a mammy. Everybody has a daddy. Now whether you get on with that mammy and daddy is a different issue. Everybody has somebody, but if you can't lean on that somebody, then there's some, there is going to be somebody there. There's people like family planning, there's people like cure it. Do you know, there's always somebody. Do you know, even for people that don't believe in God, at that moment in time, when things, when the chips are really down, and you really don't know who to turn to or who you can turn to, and you turn around and you see a priest walking up the road, what do you think? You think, he surely can help me. If he can't help me, who can help me? Another thing, um, when I was in secondary school, um, in social and scientific class in fifth year, we were shown a video, and this video was about, it was about abortion. And what actually happened in the video was they showed very graphically what actually happens during an abortion. They showed, I'm sure it could have been, I'm not actually 100% certain, it was probably about 12 to 14 month, weeks, um, and this, the skull of the baby had been formed, and they showed how they actually clamp it and crack it so um, that the skull, the bones, are they're not as one and they're just cracked in little tiny um, bits. And then the suction action, which follows. And it was just so horrifying and so horrible. And everyone was completely, it was just, it was, everyone was completely distraught after it. And I don't know why the video was shown to us. I don't know whether it was to say, like, this is abortion and, you know, don't ever get caught in that trap. Or was it so that we would be against abortion? But coming out of it, um, I was still pro-choice. But no, there there was no warning home. There was no warning to us, and it was just shown to us, um, and it was very traumatic. It was horrible. Good evening. The opposition parties have strongly criticised the government's delay in setting up the abortion referendum commission. With less than three weeks to go, the commission has confirmed that it won't be able to deliver information leaflets on the referendum to every household in the country. On the issue of the morning after pill, my opinion has changed over the last couple of days, slightly, because I never thought of it as what it really is. Um, it said in one of the papers over the weekend, um, a pregnancy begins when the man's sperm and the woman's egg meet. And then that is where the pregnancy begins. That's where the child starts to be born. And then if a woman goes down to, the, to any clinic or any doctors and gets the morning after pill, she's actually terminating that pregnancy. Now, I would have been one for the morning after pill. I would have said, oh, well, like, you know, let's quit while we're ahead kind of thing. If you can get there that early, then do you know and it has to be taken in 72 hours so I never thought you know it wouldn't cause that but it has put the morning after pill in a very different light for me um I can see the gray area that it is it uh, especially with this referendum because as soon as this one is over there will be another one on the morning after pill and that we are guaranteed um whether the morning after pill should be banned or not and I suppose if you're going to believe in something, you either believe in it or you don't. And I would believe in non-termination of pregnancies. And if that's what happens, that's what happens. You know, if you get pregnant, deal with it. You know, in not so uh, rough term, but you know, you have to get on. Um, but I think the morning after pill is a subject that we really need to be debated a lot more before any 
body will be able to say, get rid of the morning after pill or keep the morning after pill. It is really a situation that you'd have to say, okay, that is very grey. And it's one of the most grey areas. Since last week, my opinion on where I stand because of abortion or because of the referendum, the, the opinion because that I have personally, I think I'm stronger with it. I think I, I know what I, I want and I know what I don't want. And I know I want to give a yes vote. And I, I know I want the yes vote to win. And it's because of everything. It's because I've been more, even more exposed now that the, there's an accumulation of media coverage and there's accumulation of... Um, there's articles everywhere. There's people talking about it. It's more in the radio. It's in the it's in the news. It's on every paper. It's on the front of every paper. It's it's on the TV ads. People are talking about it in college. And now you say, Do you know, and if it, words were coming out about this, and you know, the, the people say, oh well, that lead on to a conversation about the abortion referendum. And because I've made myself more alert, and because I've made myself okay, watch out for different things. I know that a yes vote is what, I, is what is right and what I would believe is to be right and what I would believe should be done. Under legislation, the Referendum Commission is only brought into life for a period before and after a referendum on the order of the Minister for the Environment. The order establishing the Commission was only passed last Friday. Finnegrail's campaign director, Nora Owen, said if the booklets weren't delivered to every household, people would not get a chance to find out what they were voting on. She said many people did not read newspapers or watch television, and these voters needed time to study the complex information at their leisure. Labour's Eamon Gilmore described the situation as a shambles of the government's making. I definitely think that I'm more clear um, on the issues as to when I was talking to you last, because... Um, the last time I was talking to you, I hadn't a clue about the political side of it. I really didn't know anything about that. Um, and I also, I, re I don't think I really understood completely what was going on. Another uh, factor which has become involved is the case of the morning after pill, which is completely confusing. And to be honest about it, I don't really understand it um, all that much. But um, there, apparently there's two sides to it, and the referendum commission are saying that they're not, they're not going to explain both sides, and it's very confusing. Um, because the morning after pill um, is, in my opinion, is completely different to abortion. Because in our constitution, abortion is um, is defined as as after implantation, and the morning after pill can't be taken up to 75, 76 sorry hours after intercourse. So therefore, the the egg hasn't had time to implant. So it's a completely different issue to. Um, to, it's a completely different issue to abortion and to be honest I don't think that it should be it should be bought in. Professor Michael Laver of Trinity College said the government was facing a similar situation as took place with the Nice referendum where many people chose not to vote at all because they were confused about the issue. This evening Minister of State Mary Hannafin said the government was confident that the referendum commission would get the information out to the public by other means. These include public libraries, post offices, citizens information bureaus and the internet. And she said the commission had €3 million Euro to spend and she was confident that they would do a good job. I think a lot of people just don't care. I, I don't know why people don't care. I think probably maybe it's because it's too confusing and people just don't want to. They don't, they don't, they don't want to give up their time to, to have to think about it. And um, as well as that, because, because, um, because we're in college and for us, to have to, for us to vote, because it's on a Wednesday, we'd have to register. For me, I'm from Cork, and I'd have to register in Limerick and if I wanted to vote here, and then I'd have to re-register back to Cork. 
Despite fear to the contrary, the Irish Independent reports on its front page, the Referendum Commission will be able to distribute information leaflets on the abortion referendum to every household. In the run-up to March the 6th, says the paper, the Commission's announcement will take some of the political heat off the government. But the Irish Examiner's editorial suggests that whether the Referendum Commission's information drop eventually takes place or not will depend on how quickly the leaflets can be printed. Ideally, the Postal Service would require around a week to ten days to forward the documents to householders. While the Commission is able, says the Examiner, and on post is willing, it all comes down to time in the end. We're here in a pub on a wind down from the weekend and um, here with two friends of mine two days before the referendum and when I got home and went to and vote. I can't say I've had enough because even when I was reading papers yesterday I found it quite interesting that new things were still hitting me and even when I tried to read the other side and try to try to half agree with what they're saying or even to try and find a common ground. Um, this is Anya. She's um, a friend of mine. She's from Flinch Island. I am worried. I'm glad you cleared that one up. <laughs> and this is Paula. Paula's from Carsegie. Um, but myself and my sister over the weekend were talking about it because she's voting age as well. And we both knew how we wanted to vote. What we wanted was we wanted to leave the suicide clause in. But we had no idea if voting yes or no was going to give us that result because we, I didn't actually know, neither did she, whether that clause was actually in our constitution as it was. Um, and then we didn't know how, the, how it was going to be worded because, you know, we want to say we want to leave it in. So we, were kinda, we thought we were supposed to be voting yes first um, and we read through the leaflets and they didn't help at all. Well, I'm voting no, and I have to say it was only last week I was voting yes, I have to say it in that respect, because what I think is, like not trying what Maraid said there about what that woman was saying was wrong, and I do agree it's wrong, but people are trying to make out, if you vote no in this referendum, that you're saying yes to abortion, and that's not what it's about. And that bothered me, I have to say, because I don't think anybody agrees with abortion and demand, I could be wrong, but abortion is not a good thing, no matter who you are. Um, but it's the, the way people are trying to make out that you say, if you say no, that you're agreeing to abortion and demand. If you say no, you don't want anything to change. And it's the same with the suicide clause. There isn't women queuing up now trying to prove they're suicidal and this clause existed. You know, I just people, think people are losing sight of that. If you vote no, you're being really liberal and things like that, which I don't think I am being by voting no. I would hate to see a situation where a suicidal woman was denied her human rights and proven to be a criminal because of it. And as somebody actually said to me today, which I thought was quite, you know, in Ireland in the last few years, rapists, people who rape 13 or 14-year-old girls, the most sentences they've got are four or five years. Yet, in theory, this by saying yes to this, you're saying that someone who helps a woman who is suicidal have abortion could end up serving up to 12 years. To me, that just doesn't make sense. Like, it's just... I just think you're taking your choice away twice, because if a 13-year-old girl is raped, or the choice is taken away from her she's having a baby but it's not her choice the choice is taken away and then the government are turning around and taking the choice away from her a second time and that girl hasn't even had a chance to live her life so that's a third choice taken away from her it's not just young girls there's 13 40 year old women who've been raped and they could still be raped by their fathers and if he's 17 still abusing her she's a woman of 35 so therefore you think she's the, she can make up her own mind and she chooses to have an abortion because if she doesn't she doesn't want to go on living age is not respect is not but she's blaming the child then is she not she's saying I'm going to punish this child. I'm not going to let this child live because I got raped. Why should she be doubly punished? Was she punished enough for being raped in the first place? 
punished the second time by having to carry a child and punished the third time by not being given a choice to do anything about it. Three times you're being punished. People are making out like, oh, in certain circumstances, anybody can have an abortion if this clause stays in. And that's not the way it has happened. Since the X case or the C case, people have not been queuing up for abortions more so than usual people. I missed Mass yesterday and I was quite disappointed with myself because every other Sunday I go to Mass and nothing happens. But, <laughs> but Johnny came home from Mass yesterday and he handed me this leaflet and he said um, that this particular woman was outside Mass handing out these leaflets and I thought that was wrong. Now I know she was saying for the yes vote and I am for the yes vote but I think it was wrong for the church to do that because that is it's I don't know I just thought Mass is a private thing. Do you know what I mean? Your beliefs are your own private thing. Now, we're sitting here and we're sharing that. But we're friends. Do you know what I mean? We can talk about it. But I'm not going to tell you you should believe in God and I'm not going to tell me that I shouldn't believe in God. And um, I just think the outside mass was the wrong place um, to do it. in sixth year in school. I never told you this. Like, I meant to tell you that uh, we watched a video on an actual abortion. And I, I don't know, did, we did, watched did you? Thing, yeah. yeah. You didn't see it. It was, it was, um, it was on a screen. What do you call those things? I still think it was with a the, with the show gel. Or, uh, it was a scan, a scan. Yeah. You know, and you could see the baby and everything. And next thing you saw, these, um, it was kind of like a ta- uh, you know, was, uh, The child was like cut up. Child was cut up in the womb and then extracted. And it was the most disgusting thing. And you could see the child screaming inside. Couldn't you? You could see the child screaming. Yeah. yeah, it was. The, it was like the tongue or the whatever went in, went in to grab the baby, and the baby was moving over in the womb, just moving away from it. And it was the most disgusting, most horrifying thing. There was fr- no. We were told. We were told that day. Yeah. To show us at that age. I know. Is it affecting a lasting impression with you and me? I remember that video vividly, and so do you, which I presume a lot of people our age do. But I do think it's a wrong thing to show people our age. There was no need to show it to us. I suppose if we were to toast anything tonight, or toast anything about this referendum, I suppose it would be the choice to vote and the, the opportunity to vote and to have the opportunity that I suppose a lot of women didn't have how many years ago and how many people died so we could vote and we could say what we feel. So I think we'll drink to that. <laughs> Cheers. It's now Tuesday and the night before the election and we're in Dolan's pub which is just two minutes away from me so it's perfect and it's my local watering hole um, and this is my friend Niall who just came down tonight to discuss um, what's going on. There's loads and loads and loads of stuff and papers about about the abortion issue um, on both the yes and the no side and um, there's even in town last Saturday there's loads of people campaigning and handing out leaflets and flyers and the, and there's a lot, a lot of stuff better than the news and papers and everything. So, yeah, it's definitely being publicised now. Are any of the issues clear to you now? I mean, like, uh, have you thought uh, in any different ways about the issues? Or, I mean, um, to be honest, no, not really. Like, I, uh, n- n- There hasn't really been that much more explaining. The only thing that I have realised now that I didn't know before was that... Um, in the X case, I'm I'm kind of re- I'm kind of confused about that, and I I can't I don't know I don't understand what was that abortion given in Ireland or not, and if the yes if the no vote is passed, does that mean that um that 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 are, those abortions will be given in Ireland and stuff, and if the yes vote is passed, well I'm, anyway I'm confused about it, so 
Yeah, but other, but because I thought that she had to go to England. But did she go to England? Um, and other than that, nothing else. I was in mass last Sunday, and the priest for his sermon um, had a letter from the bishop, and I thought that it would be very. Listen, you know we're Catholic bishops, and we we think that abortion is murder, and therefore you should vote yes in the election. But it was they did state that that they thought that you should vote yes, but they also did state that they would like respect your your right to vote, and they also said that they think that everybody should vote because otherwise um, there'll be just a small minority voting and that's going to represent, you know, what the whole of Ireland thinks and that's not going to be very fair. So I think that that was a really good point as well and I was kind of surprised that, that they said that. So that, that's good. I'm, I'm happy with that. Personally, I think the issue of the morning after pill is still really, really confused because at the moment, the morning after pill isn't, isn't even... It's not, it's not licensed, in, licensed in Ireland because the morning after pill at the moment is um, it's just a double dose of oral con- contraceptive, contraceptive and um, they're saying that even if, even if this law isn't passed or if, the, if this referendum doesn't come through that the yes vote doesn't pass that, um, that the morning after pill could be licensed as a um, contraceptive agent anyway so yeah, that, that is really confusing. And I don't think people... Some people don't... I don't realise that they're going to be voting for... As, that that's involved in this referendum. So that's another really important issue as well that hasn't been made clearer, clearer. And it's not going to be because it's the night before the referendum now and people aren't going to, you know, be able to swallow all that in one night. I don't think at all. Niall, are you going to vote tomorrow yourself? Um, no, actually, because I'm in quite restriction I won't be able to vote which has kind of annoyed me from the start so that's why I haven't really taken as much interest in this referendum as I think I would have if I could have voted so I'm kind of confused in the issue in general I have taken more notice of it in the media or in the papers you know because I knew Anne was doing this so you know if, if I did see it I'd kind of think oh I'll have a look at this and see you know it might help out Anne or whatever but um, I'm more confused about the whole thing um, I would have voted, I think, and if I was going to vote, I would probably be voting no. I think that it would, uh, that Ireland needs to like take that step forwards, and that it would be a more a positive change in coming about. There, there is a need and a want for a referendum or for abortion in Ireland, um, and I think also maybe people feel that it's about time that we caught up with the rest of Europe as well, in that we're the only European country not to have abortion. Um, even even if it did come on, come in under um, limited circumstances, I think that'd be good. But yeah, I definitely think it's reflecting Ireland society in a good way, in a good way of development and and working towards the future, definitely. Tomorrow, March 6th, is the date of the referendum, a referendum which is essentially about what we want to say in our constitution about the limited circumstances in which abortion can take place in Ireland. At the moment, abortion is allowed where the mother's life is in danger, including from a threat of suicide. This referendum, if passed, will allow abortion if the mother's life is in danger, but not if it is in danger because of the threat of suicide. A medical procedure which terminates a pregnancy where the mother's life is in danger for reasons other than suicide will not be considered to be an abortion in the criminal sense. You may consider that after examining all of the arguments on both sides that neither the present situation nor the proposed changes are perfect. If that's the case, you should decide which of the two sets of arguments are closer to your own views and vote accordingly. 
Polling stations are open from 9am to 9pm. If you don't vote, other people will make the decision. Polling got off to a slow start this morning with the Taoiseach among the first to vote in Drumcondra when the booths opened at nine. President McAleese and her family were also among the early voters at a polling station in the Phoenix Park near Aras and Uchtaran. Overall, the turnout in the capital had picked up by tea time, though, with estimates of up to 25% having already voted. But the city sheriff's office stressed that this figure could not be accurately compared to recent referendums where the polls opened an hour earlier. In the West, voting was hampered by poor weather conditions, a very slow turnout reported from Galway and Mayo in the morning, but here too signs of a pickup as the day wore on. Overall, it looks as if more people will vote in this referendum than took part in the ballot on Nice. If you haven't already voted, you have until 9 o'clock this evening to do so. The vote is very, very close, with a high no poll in Dublin possibly swinging things in that direction. The very bo best boxes there have been sort of 50-50, uh, but there's not very many of them, so it would look like a, a no vote overall. The government says it's impossible to call, and a no majority would not mean defeat for Fianna Fáil. I don't think it was... The, the voter out there identified it in terms of party politics. I mean, we know from the opinion polls that significant numbers in Fine Gael would have voted yes, numbers in Fine Fáil would have voted no. No campaigners say the vote is going their way. I think it's a clear indication that the government and it has to be said the major political parties have been in power before this one over the last 10 years haven't been listening to what the people have been saying. proposed constitutional amendment on abortion has been narrowly defeated by a margin of less than 1% or 10,500 votes. The Taoiseach said he was disappointed but that the outcome had to be respected. There was a marked difference between urban and rural areas with cities coming out strongly against the amendment while the country favoured it. Declaration of the final result was delayed by problems with the count in Galway West. When I voted yesterday, I found the place incredibly quiet. Um, myself and Johnny, boyfriend, went up, uh, went into the school. There was the um, two lads there sitting behind the desk and we gave in our polling cards and next thing looked over in the corner and there was Who Wants to Be a Millionaire playing on television and I just laughed and I said, he busy? No, not really, it's all the... And they went back watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? <laughs> I was so surprised, I said, oh my goodness. But... Um, um, I must admit I was disappointed about today. Um, I always had this glitter of hope that the yes vote would win. I was full sure that it would actually last night. But um, even though everybody had kind of said, I'm voting no, I'm voting no. And I kind of gone home and asked a couple of people, how are you voting? And a lot of them were yes. So I was saying, oh, maybe we could win. Like, you know. But um, I was delighted in one sense that the overall of Limerick was a yes vote, um, 52%. In some ways, I suppose, people might see it as uh, modernisation, a step towards modernisation, but I didn't feel, I don't feel it that way. I just feel that um, it's just another step towards making it a colder Ireland um, for people to live in. Um, 
I think a lot of people were very uncertain about it. Well, obviously, it was quite clear that a lot of people were very confused about it. I think it's the government's fault. I would blame the government for um, for not highlighting as much as they could. And they could have done it a lot better. It could have changed. It could have been very, very different. But it wasn't. Um, they did try. Try in the last couple in the last week, I suppose, more than the last two weeks, to tell people what the abortion referendum was about. But people were so confused at that stage that they kind of gave up and said, oh, I'm not listening to any more of that. And if the if there was a two or three pages on the paper about the abortion referendum, they more than likely just flicked over, said, I'm not reading that. It's too confusing. It's giving me a headache. And uh, genuinely, I couldn't blame them. Um, you know, a lot of the yes voters probably didn't go out there and give their opinion. And that's sad, like, that is very sad because, like, men went out and died so we could vote and then we turn around and just sit sit down and let the country be ruled by what we, what some people mightn't think to be right. And I'm not settling, I will never settle for abortion. I think it's wrong no matter what. Um, I really haven't been watching the news or reading papers or anything today, but um, just heard that the no vote has officially come in. So um, I'm delighted, I'm really, really happy because when so many people were, um, when so many young people weren't voting, yeah, I am surprised. I really am because it was so close. You know, it really was between the yes and no vote and also when so many students um, weren't going to be voting. And there was actually, I, I was watching the news last night and there was a lot of mix-up between polling stations in Cork and stuff um, and a lot of general confusion. And also um, in the last um, referendum or whatever election it was, they had the stations open from um, 8 to 10, whereas um, yesterday was 9 to 9. So people didn't get that um, extra hour, the extra two hours and so that might have um, deferred people from voting. But no, I am delighted. I'm really happy that the no vote has come in and I think it's about time that it has. For the weekend, well, I'm going to that, I'm going to the birthday party tonight and tomorrow night um, I'd say it'll be more just relaxing and then I'm just going to um, spend the rest of the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, in Galway. I'm just going to take it easy. Yeah, hopefully I'll have a good time.